Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. All right, friends. Hi. It's been it's been a while, and I am a little congested today, but I am committed to getting this episode out because it's all about the Hebrew month that we are currently in. In fact, we just entered into a new Hebrew month, which is Elul. It's spelled E-L-U-L, and um, it actually goes from, what are the dates? August, um, I think it was like the evening of August 8th to September Oh, where are my notes? I think it's September 9th. <clears throat> so I wanted to get this out so that you can really be aware of what the Lord is doing in this month. So as I have been sharing over the last year and a half, two years, more about the Hebrew months and God's calendar, I've been sharing with you guys some resources that I've used. And I always get questions, where where do you learn more? And so I have a couple resources that I will put in the show notes for you guys uh, from some of my favorite places that I have been gleaning from. And then really just being open to what the Lord wants to share with me. And so I pray that this blesses you in knowing what God is doing. And so um, I have come down with, I had a sinus infection that I was battling. So I sound a little nasally, but if you can get through that, again, I just pray this blesses you and let's go. So as I had mentioned that this is the month of Elul and it is the, so I've shared a little bit about there, there's there are two types of years within the Hebrew calendar. There is the civil year and then there's the spiritual year. We are in the last month of the civil year. And that, what that means basically is like, this would be considered like the December, the wrapping up the end of the year. And then we celebrate a new year come next month. And that's super exciting. With that being said, it's the sixth month of the spiritual year. And so uh, thinking about, you know, what kind of behaviors do you do at the end of the year? You start to, you know, you really want to end the year strong. You want to wrap up the year on a good note. All those things God wants for you in this in this month because he has good things planned for you and for me. And even though the enemy wants you to think differently, we can't come into agreement with any of the enemy's lies of stealing, killing, and destroying God's promises and God's goodness. And so this month is so cool because it was um, historically it was known that you, know, you think of king, a king is royalty, the king doesn't really um, communicate and, and hang out with the peasants, so to speak. Uh, but in this month, the king would come out, he would leave his palace, and he would come out into the field so that the people could come and talk to him. And this is the month that is known, um, it's it's the king is in the field. I mean, that is something that is 
that's really what this month is about. And so if you think about that, not only did Jesus do that for us, like Jesus came in to earth in the form of flesh, in the form of a man, and he left heaven to come here so that he could hang out in the field with us but also that God and, and Jesus broke the veil, that, that God, we have access to him all the time. We don't have to wait for any one specific month or one specific day. We don't have to go through a priest. We don't have to follow these things because Jesus paid that price and the veil was torn um, when Jesus died for our sins. And so it's so good to know that we have access to God all the time through Jesus. However, this month is so specific that the Lord wants intimacy with you and with me and and there's a reason for that and so this month is all about being close to the lord it's about repentance it's about intimacy and i also believe it's about preparation and so i wrap, wrap that up in the idea that the whole month of summer all the months of summer really represents the season of preparation and so we're ending this month of summer um but we're walking into this 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 new year and so i'm going to share with you a few of the things from the resources but in general this is the month that god wants to spend time with you it's a month of closeness with him intimacy with him like i said repentance mercy and forgiveness and we can see that throughout scripture of what he has done in the past and so um, I want to share with you some of, so Christine Ballas has these awesome chalkboard teachings on her website, and she also has this journal and study guide called His Appointed Times, and I use this, and I absolutely love it, so I encourage you, go watch her video. She explains a lot of things in, in even more depth, so if this is like speaking to you and you're like, wow, this is so cool, which is exactly how I got introduced to it, I thought, wait, there's something more to this, and I want to dive deeper and so um, as we know that this month um, really comes from a acronym and that acronym is of that comes from a verse that probably you have heard before but it comes from psalm of solomon 6 1 that i am my beloved and my beloved is mine that is the acronym of alul and if you think about that like i am my beloved and my beloved is mine like god loves you and I don't know how you feel about God, but I've shared a lot about this, that, you know, sometimes I think we really have a misunderstanding of who God is. And also, in addition to that, there's a big difference between knowing who God is and knowing God. And I'm going to admit that most of my life, I knew who God was, and even some of those things, I was, um, I think I, I think he was misrepresented to me. Um, but that there's a big difference between knowing God, like knowing who he is and knowing him. It's just like a celebrity, right? You can you can know maybe that they are pregnant and they're having a baby and that they live in whatever city and you know, what you can know all these things about them. Their favorite ice cream flavor, like whatever they share. But there's a difference between knowing them and, and actually having coffee with them and being invited to their birthday parties and knowing them, them having your number in their cell phone. God wants that kind of intimacy with us. And what a perfect month to cultivate a relationship with him so that we have him on speed dial, right? We, we can have God on speed dial. We can talk to him at any time because the king is in the field. And I can't help but think, and I love this too, because as you guys know, the garden of favor, there's so much that the Lord has showed me and continues to show me about the significance of a garden. And if you think about it, if the king is in the field, well, then that means the king is in your garden. And the part of your garden that he wants the most, talk a lot about, it's the heart. And so often we think that our outside 
actions and things are, are the things that he wants, right? God doesn't, we don't, we don't find salvation through works. We don't find our worthiness through works. We don't find our value through our works, right? Our, our worthiness, our value, our love, all that salvation is, is by the grace of God. And so what is your heart speaking to you in this season? Because let me be, and I shared with you on the last episode about the the Hebrew months that it was a rough month for me to share because I felt like I was in the thick of it. And not only worldwide are we, I don't know, do you feel like we're in the thick of it? I do. The Lord is continuing to draw me closer to him. And that's requiring me to drown out the noise. And there's so much noise. And I just, I can't help but think how cool and timely God is because in the month of July, I'd share with you all that he was calling me to this month of, of rest and starting to write a book and really focusing on my family. And I was okay with that. Like I was good. I thought, wow, this will be really good. And it's, I could see how my clients, my my mastermind, it was working out that I would only have a certain amount of one-on-one clients. I really could do that. And then August comes around and I felt like he was saying, I want you to repeat July. And let me be transparent with you that um, that wasn't in my plans. But I can see even to, to today that it's in his plans. And a lot of the times that's surrendering my own ideas, my own desires, my own wants, and my own things that I would like to do for what is he asking me to do. And I can see why? Because this is a month of, of growing in intimacy with him. And in the secret place is where the Lord shares the good stuff. And But oftentimes we want to avoid the secret place because it takes, it takes us away from other things. It could take discipline. It doesn't always feel good sometimes because it goes against the grain of what we think logically. But um, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling on, but I want to share a few more things from these resources that I think are super, um, just to help you wrap your heart, not just your head. Listen, I am obviously so passionate about mindset, but I am so passionate about heart set because God looks at our heart and this is the perfect month to allow the Lord to come and till the soil of your heart tilling the soil of your heart it includes repentance right and that's even what this month is about and so i believe this is such a month of preparation because the lord wants to give you seeds so that you can plant them in the soil of your heart so that you can carry them out and and have a harvest for the rest of this year um the rest of our year right on the gregorian calendar but then to start off this new year in the hebrew months in the in the new civil year knowing that there's fruit coming there is fruit coming but it sometimes takes us we got to slow down to speed up and why do we forget that as um, as christians as entrepreneurs we think we have to keep going do more go harder go faster work more um, hustle harder all those lies that the enemy wants us to believe but this is a month to slow down so that you can create intimacy and relationship with the Lord. And I keep saying that we're intimacy, but I can't help but think why intimacy, right? Why do, why does God want us to build intimacy with him? Well, intimacy builds trust. And trust yields action. Think about it. When you first started dating your husband or maybe you were dating someone now and and you're in a serious relationship, well, you wanted to hang out with them more and more. Why? Because well, you enjoyed their company. You were trying to figure out do I want to spend more time with this person? And really what you're asking is, do I trust this person with my heart? 
Do I trust them with my with my time, with my heart, with my desires, all the things, with my life, you know? And so God is the same way that he wants us to trust him with our hearts, with our time, with our with our dreams, with our family, with our children. Moms, this season has been really hard and it has rocked the roots of some lies that I have been believing about who God is because he's exposing these things to me, not out of anger and out of um, just being you know, mean and showing me my, my heart, but he's doing it out of a place of like, sweet daughter of mine, I, I want to show you you're not fully trusting me. Intimacy builds trust. And trust allows us to take action. Have you ever done that thing where you fall back into somebody's arms? I think it's called like the trust fall or whatever. My niece has been doing it a lot. And I see her do it with my with my brother. And I think about that. But really, like if you don't trust the person behind you, you're not going to take action and fall back. God is calling his pioneers to do something. And ultimately, our our jobs, whether that's in, in the home or in the workspace or in this entrepreneurial thing that we're doing, our jobs are to lead people to Jesus. And like that is our, to go and to, to love people, to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean standing on the corner and, and you know, with a sign saying Jesus loves you. Although that could work too. I don't know. Um, that's like, he wants us to be the hands and feet of Jesus so that people get to have an encounter with Jesus through us um, and, and, or get exposed to him is was, I think what I'm trying to say. Like when you, you love people, right? Our greatest commandment is to love God and love people like we love ourselves. And so intimacy builds trust and trust allows us to take action and trust that the Lord has us. I don't know about you, but I've questioned a lot in this last year. God, do you really love me? And are your plans for me really good? And I don't know if you're struggling with that question. I'm tearing up as I'm even saying it out loud because sometimes I even feel bad saying it. But God is not intimidated by your mess. This is the perfect month to take your mess to the Father and say, God, I'm wrestling with this. Can you help me? Can you help me see through your heavenly lenses what you want me to see? Can you help build my intimacy with me? I want to build intimacy with you so that I trust you more so that I can do what you've created me to do. So oftentimes, I think, and especially because I work with entrepreneurs so much, that they don't take action because they don't trust that, well, they don't trust themselves, they don't trust God, and so take advantage of this month of Elul to really create intimacy and trust with the Father so that He can give you the seeds to plant for this season that is coming ahead. Um, Elul, Christine Ballas shares that Elul is often referred to as a haven in time. I don't know about you, but Haven has been this word for me that I have loved. I want to create something. I don't know. I want to create some type of retreat place that has Haven in it because while H is, you know, my name, but I just love that. I think of like this safe Haven um, that we are under his wings and we sometimes forget that. And you guys follow my journey on social. I've shared a lot about God showing the feathers, but Elul is often referred to as a haven in time. In fact, Psalm 27 is often read for this very reason, which I'm going to wrap this episode up with that to leave you with some goodness on that um but really this is all about seeking first the kingdom of god and his righteousness um christine shares our left hand is highlighted this month calling us to action to fix what is broken so let's put our hands to the plow for he directs us to be doers of his word and not merely hearers the lord has been convicting me a lot right that um you know it's, it's one thing again to know a bible verse is another thing to live it 
And so may we be a, a community of women who actually are living out what he is sharing. So Christine Ballas, her book, again, I'll leave you the links in the, in the show notes, but it's called His Appointed Time. She has an awesome website with lots of great teachings on there. Her name, christineballas.com. And I encourage you to check that out. And then I also really love the Healing in the Hebrew Month series. There's actually three different offers. They've done a giveaway in our community. Um, I recently posted a job opportunity. They are awesome women who have such a different um, expertise and, and spin on these the Hebrew months that I really have enjoyed. And they've really stretched me in different ways to really understand of the different angles, so to speak, of these Hebrew months. So Dell Hungerford focuses on exploring Hebrew letters, gematria, and their musical frequencies. Um, the gematria totally gets me because if you guys have, um, I've shared just a little bit over time about God is in so many details and they, the authors of these, they break the healing of the Hebrew months, break up the details. Uh, and some of these details stretch me a lot. So I have had some people message me after they like order them or read them. And they're like, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, what do you think about this? And I'm like, you know, I'm still leaning into what God wants to show me about this. But um, Dell Hungerford is the one with the Hebrew letters, the gematria and the musical frequencies. And she had some really good nuggets I wanted to share with you Um she said, this is the month, the month of Elul is to strengthen connections to God and to each other, mend fences and make things right with God and those around us. Let's be honest. It's not always easy to mend fences, especially with people who have hurt us, who have, um, you know, perhaps even done some really wrong things to us, but the Lord wants us to live in freedom. He really wants us to walk out in a life of freedom. And so as the King comes into the field to till and we get to till the hearts, um, you know, I encourage you to strengthen your connection not only with God, but mending those fences with other people. And so she gives a couple actions that I'll, um, I'll share with you. Um, let me see one of my like favorite ones. Um, I typically highlight these, but they were all so good, and I ended up not highlighting any of them. So uh, she has shares the letter Yod, Y-O-D, is the first letter of God's name, Yehovah, Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey, and I'm probably saying some of these wrong, but I hope you're picking up what I'm putting down. With hands reaching toward God, that's what I want to mention to you guys, this letter. We entangle ourselves with all that he is. Alul is a month to build intimacy with God. This is demonstrated through the pictograph of an extended hand reaching out. So if you actually look up the letter Yod, you will see it looks like these hands. It's kind of like these like bent hands, like, I don't know, like a palm up kind of a thing. Um, and, or, or it could look like a closed hand, uh, some of the other research that I was doing. But it's like the hand of God. And God wants, he wants, he wants us to know we're in the palm of his hands. So stand with Yod in that position of worship. Um, and then it also is the number 10, which if you look up, I love Troy Brewer. He shares lots of awesome resources about numbers. And so I encourage you, go watch that video. I think I'm going to, I haven't done that yet, but um, Yod is also representative of the, it's the 10th letter of the Hebrew alphabet, alphabet. So the numerical value is 10, which means perfection and divine order. Um, Dell shares in her book that stand with Yod in that position. She says, the number 10 often represents God dwelling with us in holiness. Imagine taking the place of the priest. Since we are priests, we are the royal priesthood, right? In the holy of holies and begin to worship with all your might. And I think so often we forget what our spiritual battle is. Well, first of all, we are all in spiritual battle, right? Everything that we fight, everything that comes against us, it's not its not in flesh and blood. Ephesians tells us that it's, it's the the spiritual thing, right? It's the, it's the kingdom of darkness coming against 
against us because the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But we forget sometimes that, you know, our, our weapon is our melody, right? The, the song that says that. And that our words have carry weight and have value. So thinking about the number 10 um, and all those things, uh, just I it's just so cool. It's again, sometimes I, I'm so mind blown that sometimes it's hard for me to even put it into words of what God is doing. And so really, you know, we last month, it was that like 50, 50, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? And I think some people have really experienced they're in this battle of, am I seeing what God is seeing? Am I using my heavenly lenses? And am I hearing what God is, God is telling me? And so really this all wraps up with fear, right? Fear. And so that is this, thing and and typically when we fear we either fight flight or freeze right you've talked about the mindset and the the brain science behind that and I couldn't help but think about specifically the flight piece to it this month and the enemy wants nothing more than for us to run far away from Jesus far from far away from God's word run far away from the truth so that we get consumed and isolated in the darkness and so I want to encourage you this month because the king is in the field don't flight any other way except into the arms of Jesus because he has all of your answers and beyond that he has he has peace to give you uh, in the middle of your chaos so as this is a season of preparation, let me share a couple other things, um, what you can be prepared for. So um, I really enjoyed um, Seneca Sherbon. She has her healing in the Hebrew months. It's prophetic strategies hidden in the tribes, constellations, gates, and gems, which has been really interesting because I have heard some people, I actually had a message not um, just the other day asking some questions about, do you believe in um, crystals and, and different things? And I said, well, and, 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 you know, astrology. And and so there's the difference, first of all, astrology and astronomy are two different things. Um, gems. And I, th I think we can't throw, I would say Seneca's books probably stretched me the most. Um, and Christine shares some things too that I'm like, wait a second, you have like, um, you have some of these, you know, this month is, what is it? The month of, is the Virgo, I feel like. And I'm like, wait, and I emailed her and I was like, why do you have this in here? And she's like, well, because God created the heavens and the star with the stars, we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Now that is not to say that some people do not, because obviously the devil does, right? He, the devil can't create, but he can distort. And so I just want to encourage you not to throw the baby out with the bathwater if you decide to purchase these books and really kind of question. Um, it's okay to question. Actually, the Lord says, question everything and only hold on to what is true. And that is what I've been doing with these books. And the Lord has been giving me so much insight. But what Seneca shares is this is also a month to receive strategies, answers, and insights. So making a point of asking questions. Who can you ask questions to? Well, to God. And I think sometimes we think that maybe God isn't interested in our in, in some of the things that we're interested in, but he absolutely is. And so if you're seeking clarity or strategies, answers, insights, divine wisdom, divine downloads, I always am like, Lord, give me a divine download. I, those are like the best. Make a point of asking questions to him. Really ask him and seek him on what is he trying to ask of you um, in this season or show you, not necessarily even ask of you. And then Leah 
Lassane, which I have said her name wrong every other time I've mentioned her book. She's actually the very first book that I purchased of the three books of the series of Healing in the Hebrew Months. Um, it's a biblical understanding of each season's emotional healing. And interesting enough, I had been working with a coach, um, Healing from Trauma, and she was the one who introduced me to this book. So I've kept, I've called her name Leah, and it's not, it's Leah, and her last name is Lassane. And so she's got some good stuff that I will share. Alul is the month that the king is in the field. Usually the king was in his castle where the common person could not just meet with him but during the season he would set up a tent in the field so that anyone could easily bring their concerns directly to him it is a prophetic season pointing to the intimate access access to god that we now have through christ's death and resurrection how good is that so I want to end this. Oh, and then I can't help but say too, because I think, you know, obviously there's so many resources that you can read, but um, one of the books that, um, one of the chapters and books that um, is shared is about Exodus 30, uh, 34, sorry. Exodus 34 is when Moses goes back to the mountain a second time. You know, he smashed the first set of the Ten Commandments. So he goes back to the mountain a second time um, for for the second set of, you know, commandments that the Lord gives him or the, or the tablets. And it's actually known as the 40 days of favor. I mean, that lit me up. So I'm like, okay, wait, garden of favor, the favor flow formula, my current program, the newest one that I cannot wait to launch to you all. I'm working with a beta group right now. It's been amazing. The feedback I'm getting is super wonderful. I'm super excited to share it. I'm going to keep using these words super but the favor the favor of god it's upon you and so this is known as the 40 days of favor which started on august the, the evening of august 8th going up to september 16th and so i want to pray favor over you your family your health your finances your relationships your business everything that you receive the favor of god in every way shape or form that he wants for you over these next um well we're already into it a little bit but this 40 days of favor that moses received he got to see uh you know he asked god let me see your glory and he and he did so ask. God is not intimidated by your request. He's not intimidated by your questions. He's not intimidated by your mess or your pain. And so I am so excited to hear some testimonies of those of you who are going to spend some intimate time in your field, in the in the soil of your heart with your father. So let me go ahead and read. So yeah, if you want to read Exodus 34 to kind of really gain whatever and grasp whatever um, the Lord wants to show you from there, that's a good one. And then I'm going to end with this Psalm 27. Psalm 27 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, and whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face your face lord i will seek do not hide your face from me do not turn your servant away in anger you have been my helper do not reject me or forsake me god my savior though my father and mother forsake me the lord will receive me teach me your way lord 
Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and take heart, and wait for the Lord. Father God, we thank you so much for this word. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this month of Elul that we get to spend time with you, Father, that you see us as worthy of your time, worthy of your love, worthy of your affection, worthy of everything that you want to give us as your daughters. So Father, we pray over this season when the enemy is roaring and it is loud from everything into our personal lives into the state of the world, Father, we want to claim that we remain confident of this, that we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And we, as we wait to see your goodness in whatever area we are expecting goodness, Father, we are strong and we take heart and we wait for you and we trust you. Father, thank you so much for the intimacy that you want to build with us so that you can build trust with us so that we can carry out the calling you have on our lives. Lord, we ask all of this in your precious and holy name. Amen.